Josh, tell me what you dislike. I dislike Joe. I dislike YouTube. And I dislike mac and cheese in my toes. I've got so many questions. I'm Joe. I'm Josh. You've got questions? You're feeling grounded. <laughs> Welcome to Feeling Grounded with your hosts, Josh and Joe. So what we want you all to do right now is subscribe to Feeling Grounded Podcast and like this video. Share this video also to any prospective person that you think might enjoy this content. Also, become a patron. On Patreon, Josh and I put exclusive content on there so that you guys can enjoy our reactions to certain things. We love to put that out there. Also, follow us at Feeling Grounded Podcast. At Feeling Grounded Podcast. That's at Feeling Grounded Podcast. Third time's a charm. That's going to be on Instagram at Feeling Grounded Podcast. We want you guys to actually put comments and questions on here because that's how your voice gets heard. Entertainment. Where's the entertainment, guys? So right now we're going to be talking about YouTube's ridiculous creative decision. So we're covering this tone deaf decision. So don't be fooled, people who are listening right now, by the words of YouTube's creative team. So Matt Koval, the creator liaison with YouTube... He announced removing the dislike count, not the dislike button, but the dislike count on all videos across its platform. He said that viewers click to, you know, drive up the count like a game uh, because they don't really necessarily like the creator or what they stand for. You know, the like to dislike ratio on that video that we saw on there, that same one where he announced it, Matt Koval, it goes 12,000 likes get this 85,000 dislikes as we stand right now (laughs) people have spoken it was number 48 on trending if not maybe so more uh Mm. on the youtube's creators page uh, youtube is not doing this for small creators based on their tweet based on their uh uh, their previous statements it's to protect big companies you know it's it's to protect politicians it's protect people uh, make people's voices be silent that's what's happening right here and if and it, if you're shaking your head at this, people, or while you're listening to this or while you're hearing this, this you're not paying attention. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it's so obvious what they're doing. It's like it's like such a shame that they they're trying to form it and like mold it into this idea. It's like oh, like we're just trying to protect the little guy. It's just like it's just like the small content creators. But meanwhile, like the majority of the dislikes are where like on the big corporations and on the politicians and on all this stuff like that's where you see all of these things happening and so that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to just silence people Mm -hmm. and and to stop like voices of negativity Mm -hmm. which just to deny or to to, to have those who have a different opinion to be able to voice it yeah like you said before big companies politicians and corporations you know their voices are have been based on this like to dislike ratio because a lot of them have been ratioed to hell they're being rejected by the people you know, yeah. and you can't have democracy on YouTube. You know, it's not a democracy anymore. And we've known this for years and years and years uh, in probably the last five years or so. More so in the last two years with their uh, uh, increasing ep- episodes of putting it down, putting down right. dissent. But like you said before about trying to protect small creators, look at us and as you're listening to us, we are small creators. Nobody ever asked us about our mental health, you know, because it's simply not an issue. 
Right. You know, it's simply not an issue. Who did YouTube consult with this decision? And we all know the answer to that. You know, Big, yeah, politicians and the corporations. Yeah, people who don't like us deserve to have a voice. If you don't like our content, because we actually got a con comment on like Instagram or something like that, effing delete or something like that, and then I smirked at the guy. Uh, it was great. But that guy deserves to have a voice. If he doesn't like our stuff, if he thinks we're too cheesy, which we are, that's fine. You know, the dis if you dislike a video that we are talking about, this is happening because of these larger corporations, and there's no uh, there's no juggling around this. Yeah, exactly. And it's just showing like that people don't have backbones or like people can't take it or like just trying to say like, oh, like you got to think of all these sad people yep. that are all hurt and all miserable. Well, like that's not the reality. Like the reality of life is that some people are just not going to like the stuff that you're doing. Yeah. And so like the, the reason why it was there is to just so people could just show that. Like, yeah. And I'm so about also to prove, you know, the, the issues and like like bad content that was on there, like like scams or spam or whatever it is and like that's why that's there it's just, just for people can go, go on a on a video and then see oh this is this video's not okay so i just need to leave and you know go somewhere else exactly and now that now that's going to be gone you know yeah in addition to scams i'm actually going to debunk everything from youtube right now because i get uncomfortable <laughs> with the hypocrisy of big corporations and youtube is one of them it's basically our next mafia uh in addition to the other uh ones that i mentioned before if creators can still see dislikes, which they can if they go onto YouTube Studio. It's not for their mental health, um, because people because it's still available to them. Don't pretend don't, and don't be so arrogant. Um, this is a message for YouTube. Don't be so arrogant that you guys can actually deceive us with this. Um, it, it's it makes me angry about this because it's not for their mental health. You know, like they're saying. Uh, it's to project uh, the image of corporations, media, and politicians who want to appear trusted. They want to appear well-liked. You know, and the biggest example that we have of this, and, you know, this isn't like a political video. Like, you see the inauguration video you saw uh, back in January. And then you also have um, the numerous Fauci videos that seem to be ratioed to hell. You know, that's coming from a guy who, you know, got the vaccine. Both of us got the vaccine. Like, both of those things are ratioed to hell. And, you know, you saw Fauci's Disney Plus trailer from National Geographic. That thing was ratioed to hell, uh, too. Just look it up right now if you still can. You know, yeah, if you still yeah. can. Let's pretend that YouTube actually cares, you know? Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, good, luck, good luck with that. I know it's just it's just horrible. It really is horrible. You know, we're just seeing all of these movements just to silence a certain group of people, and um, it's really getting horrible. It's getting disgusting. It's like really infringing on the reality of of you know our freedom of speech, which is just it's crazy. It's crazy. Like now, I have no ability to like show the world that I dislike something at least on this platform. You know mm -hmm. what I mean. Mm -hmm. And that's and that's kind of crazy to think about, like how how big of a change that this is. Mm -hmm. um, and then just yeah, like you were saying, like how obvious how it's truly not for their for people's mental health yep. because they can still see it. It's still in their face if they if they look at the insights and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just crazy. It's crazy. It's we're living in such a crazy time, Joe. Like this mm -hmm. is such a crazy time where we're seeing power and censorship like unlike anything we've ever experienced in our lives 
and it's it's crazy. It's mm-hmm. very frustrating. It's very frustrating. This is actually another uh, announcement that we will have. You know, YouTube, it seems to be like the only game in town right now, but I know that like in the not terribly distant future, hopefully that might not be the case anymore because there are other alternative platforms that people can actually have free speech that um, that YouTube will not be the only game in town, hopefully. Um like Rumble, for example, or, you know, you have Odyssey, for example, which are alternatives to these other social media platforms, which feeling grounded, like Josh and I have been talking about this briefly, but we'd like to be a part of, and, you know, that might happen in the not too distant future, but keep keep saying it too, because this is something that Josh and I do feel passionate about, not even from a political standpoint, because that's not where we're trying to go across here. We're just trying to keep uh, people paying attention to um, certain human rights violations. Which this is. The future is inevitable, but let's travel back in time. November 17th, 2003, Arnold Schwarzenegger was elected the governor of California. Do you remember that, Josh? I do, yeah. (laughs) So, do you know anything (laughs) about his tenure? Not so much, no. Nor did I, because we were youngins. We were tiny tots at that point in time. Um, But he was Republican, um, but really, yeah, he, um, I didn't expect that just based on like, uh, his thoughts and feelings about certain things, uh, while he, while he was, yeah, while he was in his tenure as well, because it was a weird Republican. He was acted more as like a centrist. Um, so uh, listing a couple of accomplishments, he improved roads and bridges, you know, water systems, uh, just general infrastructure. He also didn't support public pension systems. You know, he called them unsustainable. There's a lot of protests over this with unions and interest groups, which I found interesting. He hired judges that were both Republicans and Democrats, all different um, races and genders, and people who only choose one party every time. That seems to be the standard nowadays, but you were right about climate change too. Uh, He supported that. But historians often cite that, you know, the system itself wasn't working for Arnold because he had a pretty bad exit uh, Mm. in 2011. Uh, And they often, people, historians often cite, you know, the system of California's government as what hurt him in the end because, you know, in trying to get laws passed, he reached a couple impasses which hurt and plus also the 2008 crisis uh financial crisis didn't help him in november 17th 1970 douglas engelbert received the patent for the first computer mouse okay the very first computer mouse was created by this guy so this guy was an american inventor who like his whole career and his whole life was about creating things for computers Mm. um because he had like such a fascination with them yeah, so 1963 to 1964, he's, he like he came up with this concept to to create something that would make it easier to point and click on the displays of the computers, mm-hmm. um, and so he made this thing out of wood. It had a wood case, mm-hmm. and there was only one button on it, and it was just a, like a little red button in the corner of it, and it's like a it's like a square that's just made out of wood. It's like <laughs> this bu- the bulkiest thing ever. <laughs> it's time for happy. Crappy. How you doing, man? I'm okay. I'm okay. This is a... Uh, you can only see half of my face right now because we're filming at nighttime. I'm feeling a little mm. bit tired. Uh, this is not our usual time to, uh, to to converse. Yeah, it's right. We're a little later today. To shoot the stuff, as the kids these days say. To shoot the stuff. <laughs> it's, been, uh, it's been a week, right? Well, well, it's been a week. My happy... 
Uh, I was off for Veterans Day from work, which was a total mm. shock, shock and awe. So I spent some time with family, had to get a guitar fixed up, um, which cost me nothing because it was a cosmetic issue on their part. Um, so it was pretty quick and easy. And then to end the day, I saw Rocky Four, the director's cut, in theaters. Oh, nice. Yeah. That was that was good. It was, it, it was a game changer. Wow. Oh, that's great, man. Yeah. How about you? How was your happy? It's my happy. Uh, Noom's going really well. Um, I am the... My current weight is like the lowest that it's been in like two or three years, which is awesome. I saw Dune and loved that. It was great to like go back to the theaters again and to have that whole experience. That was your first time? You haven't been crazy. in the theaters in like two years since the last time we went to see Rise of Soywalker. That's right. Um, <laughs> I, I, went, I, went to go, I went to go see Tenet. Uh, mm. like almost more than a year more than a year ago but what was your uh, crappy crappy uh, the kids were a little fussy today um, which just kind of threw everything off just they were just a little crabby but and other than that I mean it just took a long time for people to fix our heat so remember last week it continued the saga of us not having heat in the house so I literally called like seven or eight people and no one ever got back to me until mm-hmm. One person finally did and uh, came at like 8 p.m like four <laughs> three or four days ago. And, uh, and and fixed it for us, so the house is nice and warm, and we're we're all we're good to go. They didn't linger too long though. Eight p.m. Yeah, it was a long time. It was late, <laughs> and yeah, they were they were probably like an hour or so. Okay, okay, eight to nine, but kind of messes up the kid's sleeping schedule if you're not careful. Yeah, yeah. Eli like came downstairs and was so he was like Santa Claus was in the house. He got like so excited that there's like a heat a guy working on the heat. It's not even December yet, man. <laughs> I know, He's I know. he needs to learn his months. <laughs> exactly. My cra- my crappy um it was the guitar fix up. There was basically a tuning issue essentially where um everything else higher up on the higher frets was fine, but on the lower frets uh when I fretted like second fret downward it was uh going completely out of tune maybe like 20 cents higher and i was like i can't do this they fixed a little bit of the neck issue and so it's fine however um coming out of the repair which cost nothing thank thank goodness it was a small oversight on their part so no payment which is great Mm. but uh i predict for the foreseeable future uh another repair maybe replacing the bridge or replacing the tuners uh because you know the tuning issue it's not really too bad on the second fret anymore second and first fret um but you just have to lightly put your hand down and you're fine if you go harder than that you know then you might have some issues a little bit, like 10 cents. But that's kind of standard for Les Pauls from what I've been looking on the internet. Mine too, when I had my Les Paul, that's kind of how I felt. The same thing, like if you push really hard, it would kind of go out of tune or even would like like bottom out. Yeah. It wouldn't even play. Yeah. Um, That's why I traded it, but... So what we want you all to do right now is subscribe to Feeling Grounded Podcast and like this video. Share this video also to any prospective person that you think might enjoy this content. Also, become a patron. On Patreon, Josh and I put exclusive content on there so that you guys can enjoy our reactions to certain things. We love to put that out there. Also, follow us at Feeling Grounded Podcast. At Feeling Grounded Podcast. That's at Feeling Grounded Podcast. Third time's a charm. That's going to be on Instagram at feeling grounded podcast we want you guys to actually put comments and questions on here because that's how your voice gets heard it will boost us in the algorithm but if you happen to dislike us that will also boost us in the algorithm uh so for a certain extent 
You've got questions? You're feeling grounded.